Welcome to CME on ReachMD. This episode is part of our Minute CME curriculum. Prior to beginning the activity, please be sure to review the faculty and commercial support disclosure statements, as well as the learning objectives. Welcome um, to our program today. I'm Dr. Stephen Green, a cardiologist and clinical researcher at Duke in the Duke Clinical Research Institute. And I am pleased to be joined today by two very close friends and colleagues who work also with me at Duke. We have Cody Carson, who's a clinical pharmacist at Duke University. And we also have Jamie McDermott, who's an advanced practice provider at Duke University as well. Thank you guys so much for joining me today. Thank you for having us. Thanks for having us. So we are going to be discussing what I think is a critical topic in heart failure care, and that is the idea of in-hospital initiation of guideline-directed medical therapy for HEFREF. Arguably, there is no more impactful um, implementation measure we can make for improving both the outcomes and quality of care for our patients with HEFREF than in-hospital initiation. So I'm really happy to be talking about this today with uh, two close colleagues and experts here. But let's jump right in. You know, Cody, from the pharmacist perspective, you know, I know you and I have discussed on rounds multiple times the rationale for in-hospital initiation, why it's so important. What are some of the things that you think about with why we need to really do our very best to send people home on the best medications possible? Thanks, Steve. Yeah, I think um, even looking in our historical heart failure trials like Merit HF, Comet, Rails, Emphasis, we do see early divergence of Kaplan-Meier event curves. But what I think is really fascinating and really underlines the urgency of GDMT initiation is that even in the trials that evaluate our newer therapies, this principle still applies. For instance, in Paradigm HF with Secubitril Valsartan, as well as DAPA HF and Emperor Reduced, looking at Dapagliflozin and Empagliflozin, in a population that includes class three and even some class four heart failure patients, on top of medications we already know reduce mortality and readmissions, we still saw incredible incremental benefit early in therapy. Our event curves separate within days to weeks after starting these medications. And because the hospitalized heart failure population is an extremely high-risk subset, the data shows us that we simply cannot afford to delay initiation of drugs that we know rapidly reduce the risk of death and readmission and even improve heart failure symptoms for our patients. I don't think I can say it any better, Cody. And I think you hit on a couple of key points. One is that of all the subsets of HEFREF, the patients hospitalized are among the highest risk subset. You know, data suggests that one in four of these patients hospitalized for HEFREF are either passed away or back in the hospital at 30 days. So you have this high risk cohort there, but then you juxtapose that with these therapies that don't take months to years to show clinically meaningful benefit but they improve hard outcomes like risk of death, hospitalizations, just within a few days, 12 days, for example, with the Emperor Reduced trial of starting these therapies. So any delay, even to days to weeks, you are putting your patient at needlessly higher risk by not doing your very best to send them home on these therapies at time of discharge. So I, I couldn't agree more with those key points. Now, Jamie, from the, from the advanced practice provider, I mean, I oftentimes think of you as the quarterback of our team on rounds, um, you know, really trying to do our very best to send people home on the best possible therapy, advocate for all every, and leaving no stone unturned for doing our very best to get people home on the best possible therapy. What do you think of the in-hospital initiation from your uh, perspective? And, and how do you actually orchestrate this um, when you're actually on service? 
Yeah, so we need to really use every point of contact we have with the patient to optimize their medical therapy for HEFREF. Ideally, the inpatient setting is the best place to do this. It really provides healthcare uh, team members with the opportunity to maximize the patient's access to the medication, whether this means initiating an alternative to their current medication regimen, such as transitioning to an ARNI, or really prescribing these newer therapies that are available for HEF-REF, such as SGLT2 inhibitors. From a medical perspective, patients who are hospitalized are receiving frequent monitoring with telemetry, vital signs, as well as laboratory evaluation. This is objective, tangible data, and it really allows the healthcare team to prescribe medical therapies for HEF-REF and monitor patient tolerance in a controlled setting. The strategy does have the potential also to assist with patient adherence to therapy. They're able to communicate directly and frequently with the healthcare team of any side effects they may be experiencing. And also they get assurance from the team that the medication is medically necessary for their disease process. Now, all too frequently, prescribed medications are very costly for medications. So there are some medications that do require pre-authorization. The hospital does have access to resources to assist patients in obtaining their medications, some of which may not be known by providers who practice outside the acute care setting. So within the acute care setting, we have personnel, mainly advanced practice providers to ensure prescribed therapies are affordable for, for patients. And we really can assist in obtaining those prior authorizations for medications if needed. So really I would implore healthcare providers to use the acute care setting to get use that opportunity to initiate medical therapy for HEFREF patients and hopefully improve their outcomes and quality of life. Uh, can't, can't agree more again. Um, so, so many important points you just highlighted there. Just to summarize a couple that really stand out to me is the word opportunity. Yes, every time you have an interaction with a heart failure patient, whether it's inpatient or outpatient, that is an opportunity to look at their medication list and try to optimize care as best possible. But the key thing with the inpatient setting is that for some of these newer medications that might have more logistical things to potentially go through, like prior authorizations and maybe affordability challenges, you have more resources to try to um, combat those challenges in the inpatient setting, I think, as compared to the outpatient setting. And we know from outpatient studies, there is such a strong culture, unfortunately, of clinical inertia in U.S. clinical practice for outpatient HEFREF care, where there are very few medication changes made over longitudinal outpatient follow-up. But in contrast, if we, there are data in real world U.S. practice that say that when we do in-hospital initiation of those therapies, that actually doesn't just improve the medication use in the early post-discharge setting, but you actually set the course for the medications those patients are going to uh, receive over the long haul, over that one year, even post-discharge. So you really have a chance to set the patient home, send the patient home on the right trajectory in terms of their medical therapy. And we cannot assume that you have an eligible patient in front of you and you say, well, you know, I'm just going to diurese and discharge the patient. It's not my job to quote unquote, rock the boat and start that new medicine. I'm just gonna let the outpatient doctor or clinician um, make those changes. Unfortunately, the data suggests that deferring initiation of in-hospital therapies results in either a delay of that therapy being started substantially, or it never gets started at all. So I think we really have to implore ourselves one for the in for the um, early clinical benefits that Cody highlighted, the early divergence of event curves in a very high risk patient population, but two, to combat clinical inertia and the major gaps that we see in outpatient practice 
we can help our outpatient colleagues substantially by doing in-hospital initiation and most importantly, help our patients. So with that, um, I really want to thank um, Jamie and Cody for joining me today. Um, I think this was a really um, impactful conversation, and I hope um, you'll take these uh, pearls and tools with you to your own practice and focus on in-hospital initiation of GDMT for HEFREF. You've been listening to CME on ReachMD. This activity is jointly provided by Global Learning Collaborative, GLC, and Total CME Incorporated, and is part of our Minute CME curriculum. To receive your free CME credit or to download this activity, go to reachmd.com CME. Thank you for listening.